The Mysterious World of Eve Chuttleson, Hey Ride to Havoc, by Eve Chuttleson. Ever since the Great Whisper Parade of 1949 Melody had been a big fan of Hay Rides. During that amazingly well attended parade and subsequent Hazel Day Festival, Melody and her chums Peepet and Gladine enjoyed a wayward Hay Ride full of gossiping, frantic chanting, clapping and uproarious laughter. The friends all agreed that the day had been nearly perfect with the exception of old man Hogan trying to frighten them by throwing onion peels at them during the most mysterious passage of the hayride. The girls, who were all well aware of the legend of the onion phantom, were instantly paralyzed with fright when the wispy onion peels whisked past them on the hayride. It wasn't until many years later that they discovered that old man Hogan was behind the terrorizing experience. Suddenly the woefully intense chimes of St. Berkshire's Cathedral roused Melody back to the present. Although the chimes played a highly spirited and festive tune, they were so loud that you could hear them from 10 miles away, and Melody lived only one block away. Heavens, she winced. I am going to lose my mind with these chimes. As the tune reached its crescendo, Melody pitched a sponge into her luxurious kitchen sink and accidentally tipped over a 10-gallon glass jug of black peppercorns. The 10-gallon glass jug of black peppercorns crashed to the immaculately stained maple hardwood floor of Melody's spacious yet cozy kitchen and made an incredibly giant and calamitous mess. The jug was completely destroyed. Melody nearly blacked out over the giant and calamitous mess but was suddenly inspired by the chimeful tune and busily whisked the black peppercorns into a box from Clumber's department store. Now that everything was in order, Melody felt strongly that she should make an effort to invent a new type of timepiece to keep her on schedule. That inspiration would soon be dashed away as Melody accidentally fell into the box of black peppercorns. Heavens, she shrieked as she lumbered out of the Clumber's department store box. I must be way more careful. Melody was feeling rather high-spirited when she caught a glimpse of rather foreboding weather outside her cozy kitchen window. Menacing dark clouds appeared to be whisking in the general direction of Grovetone Village. Never to be deterred by hazardous weather, Melody immediately considered a plan for the day. She knew that Pipette's cousin Elena was in town visiting for the Celery Festival, and Gladine's Aunt Brenda had recently relocated to Grovetone Village. She felt the time was ideal to get the old gang back together and plan a dining excursion. Suddenly Melody had a recollection that an exciting new restaurant could be opening at nearby Port Clove. The luxurious restaurant, Blum's Quince Parlor, was expected to open that evening if there weren't harrowing storms or high gusts of wind. Melody thought about calling the restaurant to see if they were on schedule, but decided to throw all caution to the wind and take a chance. Now inspired by the plan, Melody swept into her foyer and decided to telephone Peepet and pepper her with the proposed eventful evening. As she carefully dialed the number for Peepet, Melody caught her brand new blouse on an antique sewing machine. The antique sewing machine swayed dangerously on its rickety wooden legs then toppled to the floor where it smashed into hundreds of pieces. The antique sewing machine and Melody's brand new blouse were both completely destroyed. Melody winced in horror over the sudden and complete destruction of her brand new blouse and antique sewing machine. In the midst of this harrowing situation, Melody failed to realize that her cove roast was burning in her ultra-modern new oven. Using every ounce of her fortitude and wisdom, 
Melody arose from the remnants of her antique sewing machine and deftly made her way to the kitchen. As menacing wisps of smoke whisked through the kitchen, Melody navigated through a busy drawer to fetch her favorite potholders. With extreme caution and careful planning, Melody utilized her very favorite potholders to remove the cove roast from her ultra-modern oven. As she carefully placed the cove roast delicately on the hand-polished marble counter, Melody realized that the roast hadn't burnt at all, but had cooked perfectly. MMMM. MMMM. This cove roast will make a delicious sandwich buffet for my friend Lydia's lavish lunch world tomorrow. Melody gasped. Instantly Melody began to rummage through her very carefully organized cupboards seeking her Safeway roast slicer. This incredibly modern and ingenious device could slice any sort of roast paper thin without any sharp blades. It used ultrasonic waves and LED light technology to make the deliciously thin slices. As Melody spied the Safeway roast slicer deep within one of the cavernous kitchen cupboards, she unwisely reached for a handle to gingerly balance herself. The handle was to a smart kitchen drawer filled with incredibly rare, even priceless glass and diamond marbles. As she steadied herself to prevent tumbling into the cavernous kitchen cupboard, Melody accidentally pulled the drawer of incredibly rare glass and diamond marbles off of its rails spilling the contents wildly to the hand-stained hardwood floor. Hundreds of thousands of incredibly rare glass and diamond marbles were now rolling wildly over the kitchen floor. Melody was so shocked from the sudden and unexpected calamity that she blacked out from fright. An ominous crash of thunder awoke Melody from her trance-like state to be greeted with a calamitous and treacherous mess of incredibly rare glass and diamond marbles and a frantically ringing telephone. Melody made haste yet was incredibly wise and careful as she made her way to the kitchen telephone. Once Melody picked up the cheery and bright green telephone receiver she greeted the caller. It turned out to be Pipette who was desperately concerned over Lydia's lavish luncheon and what fabulous new outfit she should wear. Melody expressed similar concerns and invited Pipette to hurry over to continue the intense discussion. Pipette was enchanted by the thought of a cove roast sandwich and quickly dialed her telephone to reach good friend Gladine. When Gladine answered her wildly ringing telephone a giant tree branch smashed her neighbor's garage. Heavens. Gladine shrieked. Melina's garage. It's been completely destroyed. Both Pipette and Gladine were heartbroken over the menacing situation with Melina's garage, but felt that it would be wise to hurry over to Melody's beautiful home for an impromptu cove roast lunch. Pipette agreed to pick up Gladine and then hurry over to Melody's beautiful home. Unfortunately Gladine's neighbor Melina saw the complete destruction of her garage and marched over to Gladine's house and accused her of sabotage. I have never been involved in anything of the sort. Gladine squealed and the collapsed into a heap. A broken woman. As if programmed from beyond. Pipette sensed that Gladine could be in perilous danger so she hustled at top speed over to her abode. As Pipette's stealthy convertible roared into Gladine's driveway. She could see the drama unfolding near Melena's garage. Pipette leapt from her stealthy convertible and swept over to Gladine with the pure energy of a chief turbine. Malena was still enraged over the complete destruction of her garage and attempted to throw dirty looks at Pipette. Pipette would have none of this nonsense and quickly threw several high kicks into the direction of Malena to ward off any impending doom. Malena cowered in fear over the swift high kicks and also collapsed into a heap. Now Pipette had to rouse both Malena and Gladine from their trance-like states. 
Using every ounce of extreme wisdom, Peepet reached into her wildly expensive lace handbag to retrieve a new bottle of smelling salts. With extreme caution Peepet broke open the bottle within close proximity to both ladies. Instantly Gladine and Milena were roused back to the present and began combining their thoughts and wisdom to arrive at a conclusion. Due to the incredibly severe weather, both ladies came to the conclusion that the giant tree branch fell as a direct result of the storm. Suddenly a series of seriously severe dark clouds whisked in the direction of the ladies. Let's hurry over to my stealthy convertible. Peepet yelped over the din of the wind and thunder. All three ladies jumped up and made a mad dash for Peepet's stealthy convertible. As Milena leapt into the luxuriously spacious backseat her incredibly fashionable high heel dancing boots tore right through the seat into the trunk. As Peepet winced in horror, Gladine toppled onto the hood and broke the windshield of the stealthy convertible. Shaken but remaining focused on the incredible impending danger, Peepet launched her stealthy convertible into overdrive and made her way over to Melody's beautiful home. In seconds the intrepid travelers with scurried up onto Melody's porch ringing the 200 year old door chimes. Melody, who had been contending with the massive task of cleaning up the hundreds of thousands of spilled incredibly rare and expensive glass and diamond marbles, quickly looked at the giant clock and realized that it might be Peepet. As Melody swept into the foyer she knocked over an incredibly rare and expensive Ming vase sending it crashing to the marble floor. The incredibly rare and expensive Ming vase was completely destroyed. Melody nearly blacked out from the destruction but opened the massive double mahogany stained wooden entry doors and greeted her friends Peepet, Gladine and the unexpected Melina. Melody used her best common sense and cautioned all involved not to fall on the crushed Ming vase or any stray rare and expensive glass or diamond marbles. As the girls navigated into the kitchen Melody was shocked to discover that her pet dog Bloinka ate the whole cove roast. As Bloinka licked her chops Melody shed a few tears and then announced that they would all have to venture out to Vonsk Center Mall to dine at the steakhouse there for lunch. And although nearly everyone was heartbroken, they all agreed to pile into Pipette's stealthy convertible for the trek to Vonsk Center Mall. The elaborate and stellar mall was nearly 70 miles to the south. The exact direction of the incredibly severe weather and in the direct path of old man Hogan's farm. Malena, who really didn't care much for Melody's Cove roast sandwiches, felt strongly that the trip to Vonsk Center Mall was a wise decision. At the behest of Gladine, Peepet agreed to put the roof up on the stealthy convertible. In a flash everyone was comfortably situated in Peepet's stealthy convertible and racing toward the Vonsk Center Mall. Melody had wisely prepared travel mugs with piping hot sanka for all the girls and everyone was clapping and chanting in anticipation of a delicious steak lunch at the Vonsk Center Mall. As the wind, thunder and wildly harsh rain progressively got worse, Peepet misjudged the highway and accidentally turned onto the road leading to old man Hogan's mysterious farmhouse. Melody suddenly realized where they were heading and blacked out from fright. The rest of the girls failed to notice as their clapping and chanting had reached a fever pitch. As the large farmhouse loomed ahead, Peepet could detect the scent of red onions. She innately knew this was a sign from the great onion phantom. Heavens. We could all be in extreme danger. She whispered to herself. Suddenly, mixed in with the wind and rain Milena could see onion peels whisking about and she too blacked out from extreme fright. 
Now it was just Pipette and Gladine who were completely aware of the intense danger and perilous situation. Above the din of the roaring wind and intense thunder both girls could hear the deep and menacing moaning of the great onion phantom. Pipette didn't know whether to turn back or try to sweep past old man Hogan's farmhouse. Gladine was horrified to see brightly lit green eyes peering from the attic window of the mysterious farmhouse when the giant great onion phantom emerged to terrorize the ladies. Stop the car. Gladine squealed rousing Melina and Melody back to alertness. The ladies were all paralyzed with extreme fright as the menacing great onion phantom got closer and closer to Pipette's stealthy convertible. Ooh wola 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 omashandra the great onion phantom moaned casting dangerous lightning from its blazing green eyes. Pipette nearly lost consciousness when the great onion phantom began to whisk onion peels and whole heads of cabbage at the stealthy convertible. The storm began to intensify and Melody thought that she might have seen old man Hogan tap dancing on his front porch with a menacing grin. Oh no. It's old man Hogan. He has raked this entire phantom episode again just to frighten us. Melody shrieked. Peepet slammed on the brakes and everyone jumped out of the stealthy convertible and raced toward the mysterious farmhouse. Old man Hogan was taken by surprise and quickly stopped tap dancing. He was well aware that he had been caught and felt that he had to apologize. Old man Hogan invited all of the ladies into his mysterious farmhouse and offered them freshly baked onion cookies and hard boiled eggs. Although all of the ladies were moved emotionally, they weren't in the mood for eggs and onion cookies. Why don't you join us Mr. Hogan? We're all going to the Vonsk Center Mall. Melody piped. Old man Hogan who needed to buy a new top hat and several new pairs of fancy socks, agreed to join the ladies and they all had an absolutely exceptional time. The end.